We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's bring in Sean Davis, my guy Sean Davis, uh, with us here today. So, Sean, you had a chance to go see a 2024 star yesterday, Justin yeah. Scott, who is also a pretty darn good basketball player uh, at the high school level in Chicago, which is no small thing. But, Sean, you had a chance to sit to, to sit down with Justin for quite a while after the game yesterday, and you had a chance to sit down with his head football coach as well yesterday. And I just want to give the people – I want you to just kind of give the people a little bit of an update on uh, the latest with Justin Scott and where things stand. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, I had had an opportunity. He was very gracious with his time after the game. Uh, talk to him about 15 minutes. 
had an opportunity in passing to talk to head coach Matt Miller at halftime. And my question to Matt Miller, the head coach of St. Ignatius College Prep, was, you know, what, how do you feel like the recruitment with Notre Dame is going? And, you know, how do you, how would you characterize it? And he pretty much summed it up as saying they could, they could be stronger. Yeah. He was like, they're doing a good job, but they could be stronger. And, you know, just to give you a background, St. Ignatius Prep, I forgot I hadn't been there since I was like eighth grade or freshman. I forgot how immaculate of a school it is. And so walking in the building, I was like, yo, there's so much money here. And I see why a lot of the kids that go here are from well-endowed, you know, families in the uh, Chicago community. And there's a large backing of Chicago alums and Notre Dame alums connected to the school. So he and Justin Scott is surrounded by Notre Dame mm-hmm. in a sense in that school. And there are a lot of people that are alums and connected to the school that definitely are pushing Notre Dame along with his relationship with 24 commit Cam Williams. The first thing, you know me, I'm pretty direct, right? So <laughs> I'm pretty direct. So, you know, walk up. I congratulate him on the game. He had a double-double. You know, we laughed about him missing some bunnies. He should have had 20 points. I think he ended up with like 13 and 16 rebounds. Dominated down low against Montini Catholic. And my first question was like, yo, you know, what? That was random on a Sunday night in January. Like, what made you drop the top eight then? He was like, you know, it was just time. And... You could you could see that he was getting tired of the process. Like, you know, I don't want to drag this out anymore. Like, these are the eight teams that, you know, re- realistically have a shot. And, you know, I like something about all of them. And I was ready to shut it down and just move on. And right after that, I said, okay, here I go. So how do you feel about teams that come directly at you with NIL talk? And he was like, I mean, that's part of the conversation. So, yeah, you know, it's going to be part of the recruitment. But he was like, my family, my mom, especially, is pushing education first. And he was like, for me, it's going to be about coaching staff, culture, and fit. Like, Sean, a, I, I want to I just so set the stage for people who maybe aren't following this recruitment. The big thing here is because the excuse that a lot of people are making as to why Notre Dame isn't in a better position is because, well, he's a five-star mm-hmm. and – all this other D linemen. So of course he's going to be looking for the bag. Yeah. That's why this question was important. So I want to just set that stage for people when Sean continues to kind of get into what his response was and what the response is from people around him about how important NIL is going to be to this decision. Yeah. And you know, what he began to say about NIL echoed kind of the same response I got from Matt Miller's like, he's a five star. Of course programs are going to talk to him about NIL and and programs know that they have to put that to the forefront in comparison to what Notre Dame has as far as education and the other things like let's be real so of course they're going to attack and come with NIL and probably big time figures but for the family and for Justin Scott that's not what's at the forefront for them and I remember the last article I wrote after his visit I was very clear about that their family is very much about education and has always been. 
And I think I said it back then and I stand on it right now. It's going to be very hard to get him out of the Midwest, in yeah. my opinion. He's just that type of kid, right? Wisconsin was in would have been in his top eight if the coaching staff hadn't been stripped down and the firings and the switch and losing Jim Leonard. Wisconsin would still be in the top eight. You know, I truly believe that. So with all of that being said, his NIL conversation was very realistic, very honest. Like, yeah, we're going to talk about it. And, you know, we're going to see what schools are talking about. But that that's down the list for him. Now, what he really personally talked about. Hold, let, let me just interrupt real quick, Sean, because the reason this is important before we move on to the next thing, which is 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 very important, is mm-hmm. the reason this matters is because Notre Dame can compete with anybody when it comes to kids who care about their name, image, and likeness. The problem that Notre Dame has is they can't compete with kids who are looking for an immediate upfront payday guarantee. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. So if he cares about NIL from the standpoint of it's a part of it, Notre Dame will have a pitch for that. Yeah. Look what Michael Mayer just did. Look what Kyle Hamilton did. Look what Isaiah Foskey did. Look what Kyron Williams did. Look what the Adamiola twins did. Two of our receivers who have never had, you know, who barely have much production at all were part of a Dick Sporting Goods ad campaign. Okay. You you don't think, you don't think Sam Hartman's going to make some money when he's here? So that's the key. The, the, the challenge is that people assume that every kid that cares about NIL is like Jaden Rashada, who's looking for, What are you offering me right now to come? That's why that matters because the impression that Sean got from our conversation is NIL is going to matter, but it's more of the long-term version of NIL, not what are you going to pay me to come to your school? Mm -hmm. And that's what matters. And I think the Midwest comment matters too, Sean, because Ohio State and Michigan are not buying players. Common misconception about Ohio State is that they're handing out the bag. They have a lot. They're a lot like Notre Dame. They're handing out a lot of, if you come here, you can get this opportunity. My guy at quarterback had like a Lamborghini deal. Okay, there, There's a lot. And I, I can say this. There's a lot of Ohio State fans, just to kind of make Notre Dame fans feel better, that are also frustrated about the NIL thing. So to right. your point, Brian, yes. Right. Yep. And, and so those are the schools that ultimately I think it matters because if he's looking for the handout, then he's leaving the Midwest guaranteed he's leaving the Midwest because he's not getting a handout in the Midwest. No, Buckeyes aren't giving it to him. Notre Dame's not giving it to him. Michigan's not giving it to him. Yep. And that's why that matters to say that, Sean, is, yeah, NILs matters to me. I want to know, I want to be presented what's your plan for me over the next four years. Notre Dame will do that. Ohio State will do that. And that's why it matters because it's not a deciding factor, Sean. And the next part is what he, his coach, and his family emphasize. And the difference between like him and Peyton Bowen is the parents wanted something that the kid did not. According to Sean, which he's about to explain, that's not the case with Justin Scott. No, no, no. He is right there with his mom. I mean, I stopped short because I was really looking forward to spending more time with him as the basketball season progresses. But, yo, this is a kid that's played soccer, hockey, which I was shocked to hear him say that last night. Like, dude, you played hockey? (laughs) (laughs) Lacrosse. He's played, he just loves sports, man. This dude just wants to play. And he's out there 6'5, 315 last night, guarding threes and twos on the perimeter. So there's no doubt that he's a five star. There's no doubt that the four court rush should be on for any program chasing after this young man. 
and wanted them to come to his institution. But no, NIL would not be at the forefront. It will be part of his recruiting. Now, he's a five-star. Mm-hmm. I don't get it twisted. Like, yeah, they he knows his value. They he, know his worth, but that's not something they're coming to the table saying, so yeah, so what's, what's what do you have for NIL? Right. No, no He's more not. Jeremiah Love, Jaden Greathouse, Braylon James than he is some other guys that yeah. we don't need to go into. They need to right? go into. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. Now, That's I will say difference. this. He did point out that the big thing for him was culture. Culture, coaching staff, and fit. That's going to be huge for him. And I don't know if it's unfortunate because I think it's a great thing to get out there. He, he, he pointed out that one of the things that stood out as far as culture for him was something that he saw at Michigan. This is a five-star, possibly number one player in the 2024 class when the rankings come out. Sitting here telling me that the thing that stood out to him is the fact that the University of Michigan had a plus-minus system for their athletes. And he said, that's what I need. He said, I need a coaching staff that's going to hold the players accountable. He said, that's what I need. I so need to be held. That's a great Sean, player. what was the example that he used? It wasn't no. for missing a tackle, no. missing a sack. No. Tell him the example that he used. He said they have a plus-minus system for missed classes, late classes, late assignments, anything connected to the education and ac- the academic and athletic part of why you're there and you not living up to that expectation. It's a plus-minus system. Right. He said they hold you accountable, and he said, Which, I want that and I need that. Notre Dame has that as well. Michigan's selling it better. Mm. That's the frustrating thing. Mm-hmm. When people say, what, what, what is culture? Somebody asked about that. Culture is basically about it's, it's everything. It's what yeah. are, who are you? What are you as a program? What do you, yeah. what do you prioritize? What do you emphasize? Is this about relationships? Is it about accountability? Is it about being a, a meritocracy, not a not not a seniority thing? Mm-hmm. Are you really trying to do what you need to do to be a champion in every aspect of your of your of your life? Yeah. That's what the culture's about. Is this a true team? Or am I gonna go there? Is it gonna be like Tennessee? Yeah. Where before a big game against South Carolina, mm-hmm. they're fighting in the locker room because one guy doesn't like how another guy's getting the NIL deals and all this other kind of stuff. Or they say, I don't care about that noise. Right, like you don't think Georgia kids care about NIL? Of course they do. But you know what? It wasn't party number one. Mm-hmm. Party number one was winning the championship. Bama had too many kids who cared about NIL. Priority number one. Yeah, and that's why they didn't win a championship. Yeah, right. Yeah, and so that's culture. Yeah, right, Sean. That's culture. Yeah, and when you got a five star kid saying, "I love how they do this," and you get docked for missing class, and not, like that's who Notre Dame is. But why is Michigan selling that better? And that leads to the last thing, Sean. I'm going to set you up for this one. <laughs> you asked him, how often do you talk to the position coach in Notre Dame, which is out yeah. of Washington? I asked you the, the actual question Five-star yeah. from Chicago, yes. which is less than two freaking hours away yes. from Notre Dame. How often do you talk to your position coach, Mr. Five-star, top 15 national player in the country? Go ahead, Sean. My actual – the full question was, how often do you talk to Notre Dame – at Al Washington and what's the relationship like? And he said, man, the relationship with Al Washington is good. And he said, uh, I probably talk to him like maybe twice every other week. And I was like, 
you know, I'm expecting at least once a week. Sure. Like you were going to get pissed about once a week. Yeah, probably. It, yeah. it needs to be. It needs to be once every two days at worst. In my a opinion, day, somebody yeah. different needs to be talking to that kid every freaking day. And I'm like, but he's telling me at the same time he's saying this, he's telling me like, man, I look. I mean, I like the way the relationship is going. I like the way it's being built. You know, yeah, man, a good relationship with Coach Washington. And I'm sitting here like, every other week. <laughs> I'm like, yo, and I'm questioning myself, like, man, does Cam Williams talk to you more? And I'll say this, him and Cam Williams have a genuine friendship that has that goes back beyond Cam even committing to Notre Dame. Yeah. So, so like, Cam's not just talking to him because he wants him to be at Notre Dame. Like, literally, that's their relationship. They've been close forever, going back to, like, peewee football and all of that. So, it's, it's, it was disappointing. I think that was the most disappointing part of the conversation. I can deal with the Michigan stuff. I mean, things stand out. Heck, he talked to me about how beautiful UC, USC's campus is. And you know I can collaborate. I, man, I can agree with that. I'm like, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Right. You have a, so, For people that don't know, you have a daughter that goes to USC. Absolutely. So it's like. And Sean's a better man than me because he, <laughs> he still allows her to come home. He still calls her his part of his family. I, you know, I heard she. I heard she's transferring to Michigan next. So, oh, oh. that's a step too far, right? Yeah, you're going, yeah, you're going <laughs> Here's far the Brian just kind of Brian just kind of pole vaulted that. Yeah, yeah, double yeah. R. You're going a little bit too far, but no, <laughs> you know you don't mind when you have a relationship and double R. Hearing good things about other schools doesn't. That's the way it should be. Right. Other schools should be able to sell their points and good points about their program sure. and make you think, right? Charles Jagasaw spoke glowingly about Michigan, glowingly about Michigan and his recruitment, but it was Harry Heastan that made the difference. Right. How he taught not only the starters, but how he taught the backups, the culture surrounding the room, how they yeah. move together, the fit, that's what big-time players look at. Every big-time player is not about NIL. And for don't, this young don't, man... Don't tell, don't tell people that, Sean. They won't believe you. And believe ev- you. look, everything about this young man, I've been saying it. Brian can attest to it. I've been saying it. Like, dude, he's not going out. He's not leaving the Midwest. And if he does, I would be shocked. And it, it would definitely be a departure from what everyone has been hearing from this young man. Everyone. We've been talking to him before he even got his offer from Notre Dame. I started talking to him in like February. His offer didn't come until what? Brian May from Notre Dame, if I'm not mistaken. And that was like That's a another month. issue. That was a month after Cam Williams got his offer from Notre Dame, which in my opinion should have been sooner. Mm-hmm. But this young man, look, I, I have even more respect for what, what, what he is as a person. After me having 15 minutes with him last night, uh, we exchanged information because most of our con- contact was via social media the entire time. And he's like, yeah, here, like anytime. And I told him, like, I'm going to be at your games. 
and, and he doesn't seem like a social media guy, right, Sean? Like he doesn't really seem like that. No, kind of kid. no, no, no. He yeah. the only reason he was on social media last night is because he left talking with me, went home, yeah. and he had to do the rivals interview. Right. That ended up getting posted last night, which if you listen to his answer to the Notre Dame part, listen to what the question or the person interviewing him said. For the longest time, it has been pretty much viewed as you were a Notre Dame lean. I Have we not been saying this for, for a long time? So I'm glad somebody else pretty much said what was out there. We talked to him in February. He was basically waiting on the Notre Dame offense, waiting. And I had to assure him, like, oh, it's coming. Don't worry about it. It's coming. March 17th passed. Doesn't come. And I'm like, man, what's going on? Blue and gold game comes. And we're still conversing. And he's like, yeah. yeah. Remember when we, I remember when we talked about it at the blue and gold game, Sean. I remember when we had a conversation about it. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And it's like, yo, I don't, at this point, another opportunity to lock in on a local kid that has a desire to come to Notre Dame and everybody else is hearing it and recruiting. He's a heavy Notre Dame lean. He's a heavy Notre Dame lean. And now you've allowed other programs to get into it. And who are all those programs bad-mouthing? Notre who do Dame. they know they need to they need to tear down? Not bad mouthing, but who do they know is the target that they got to right. recruit? Notre Dame, right? You know, so that within itself, I asked them about. I said, "Man, what made you know the coaching staff, you know, move you to the outside and play in, you know, the second half of the season?" He said, "Man, they just wanted to use my versatility." They, he said, "The sophomore year, that I was pretty much a zero or a one." That's, that's all I did. That's all they wanted me to do. And they just wanted to be able to put me in space and, and use my ability to really rush the, rush the passer and use my speed. And he was like, I'm trying to get faster. And I'm like, dude, you're already a dancing bear. Like, what else do you want to do? <laughs> and look, he's driven. He's a very driven individual. He's very hard on himself and his performance. I'm like, man, good game. Like, no, nah, man, I missed way too many bunnies tonight. Hey, dude, you had a double-double and dominated the game. You won by 16. Like, that's the type of kid he is. Like, yo, and I see why the type of kid he is, I see why he's thirsty 
and hungry for accountability and that yeah. type of coaching staff and culture. You can like just listening to him talk. It's like, okay, I see why you want that type of culture. You want that type of accountability because you want to get better. You you have better expectations for yourself than anyone else can put on you. And when you have someone else that sets their own expectations higher than what other people do, you end up probably getting a, a first-round pick at that position if he stays healthy. That's what you end up getting. you know. And then I joked with him. I was like, you know, the, the Chicago trio, you know, needs to be in South Bend. And he knew exactly who I was talking about. You know, Cam Williams, Marquise Lightfoot, Justin Scott. Like he's very aware of what's going on. And he knows the love that's coming from the Notre Dame fan base. He understands that a lot of people around him, you know, want him to go to Notre Dame. But in my opinion, just the way things were slow walked, now you've given him the opportunity to fall in love with different aspects of other programs and other schools. And now it's a battle. And now it's a battle. Like I asked him, I said, man, you know, how was your trip when you went and watched Notre Dame play USC? It's like, man, it's beautiful out there. Like, man, it's so nice. Campus is beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Sean, you've told me in the past, and, and we'll wrap this up here, uh, You've told me because I want—I do want to get to the mailbag. You've told me in the past that when we were talking before the season that if Notre Dame would have made him more of a, a focal point of recruiting early, he's probably committed in September. I mean, that's what you and I talked about. Like yeah. he was going to visit in September, <laughs> and and with the thought of of committing, but they just never made that push. Yeah. Uh, and, and look, people can say Al Gold needs being more involved. He does. Uh, Marcus Freeman needs to take this recruitment over. Flat out does. Because you and I believe that if Marcus and Chad just just take this one over and just say, this is our number one recruit left on the board, I still think Notre Dame could end up getting him in the end of the day, right? Yeah. Because but you're going to have a hard time getting a kid if his position coach isn't selling it, right? And yeah. and that's the thing is, is, is that's where it's got to come from. Your position coach has got to get you down the road and then Chad and then Marcus and then now Golden finish it. But right now, they've got to kind of make up for that lost ground, and that's really yeah. where we are right and, now. And, and, and by no say. means, I, I want to make sure I give clarity. By no means did anyone give me the indication that Notre Dame is not doing a good job right. recruiting him. They can't just that, do a good job. That was never that was never said. Everything told to me is like, yeah, Notre Dame is doing a good – man, they're doing a good job. Yeah, but you also said but that they need to come stronger is that's, a comment oh, that was made to you. Yeah. That was that like, should not be there. No, that's the problem. No, right. In and for people say, "Where's Chad Bowden?" You, what, what, what do you expect Chad Bowden to do when he's recruiting two entire classes? Sit now, Washington's office, and make him call no. the guy every day. You, you set the directive, and it's up to the other grown-ups to do their job. Yeah, right. So, yeah. so that's just kind of the reality of where they need to be. And I, I hope they're not. Well, maybe the new hire, the new point person. On NIL would make the conversation about that easier for the staff because now they can direct those conversations to that person and now recruit and focus on the recruit and communicating with them and pushing the points. They He basically gave the bullet points for what it's going to take. He gave the bullet points, right? So now 
this was another thing. I fully believe that he had interest in coming to junior day, but his basketball schedule would not allow him to. Because when asked, he said, yeah, I, I just can't because of my basketball schedule. He, he didn't say no. I'm not going. When I asked, like, man, you know, you think about going to junior day? He was like, man, I, I just right. can't. You know, so there he, was interest there. He clearly likes Notre Dame. Oh, absolutely. I just think it's he's just like, well, that just must be how Notre Dame does things. Right. And that's what's got to get corrected. So there's still plenty of time, but he has also said that he was probably going to make a decision over the next five, six months. But that's so look, there's plenty of time, but you've yeah. got to get going now. It's yeah. got to the change has got to happen now. And I'll say this they're lucky that he's playing basketball right now. Because otherwise he'd be at Michigan one weekend, mm-hmm. Ohio State another weekend, USC another weekend. Like you're the closest team to him right now mm-hmm. that is in this ball game, right? Yeah. So you're actually kind of forcing. He's a basketball guy. Like as as I'll be honest with you, every home game he plays, if you don't have a Notre Dame coach there, when it's legal to have Notre Dame coaches there, you're not doing this right, right? Yeah, absolutely, he's not doing this right. Absolutely. Sean, could you could you could you um for the people just tuning in, could you recap real quick where uh Justin Scott's from and what type of school he goes to in this area? Yeah, he's from Chicago, Illinois, St. Ignatius, St. Ignatius College Prep. It is literally South Loop outside on the fringes of downtown Chicago on Roosevelt Avenue. It is one of the most prestigious Catholic schools in the city. A lot of people with big time money, send their kids to this school. So, did you did you say that he goes to a Catholic school an hour and a half away? About yes, I no, did he, say that. No, Ryan. no, no, Ryan, he did not say that. He said he goes to a prestigious, prestigious. Catholic school. <laughs> yes, an yes. hour and a half away. Yes, wild. I did wild. say that. I did yeah. say that. So when you walk in and you see all of the crazy things like. The athletic building is just the atrium to get to the athletic building. It, look, man, it, it, you're just walking in to money. And like I said, I had forgotten because I hadn't been there since I was in high school, like what it looked like. And they've added on to it. And it was immaculate back then. So to walk in and see that and like knowing um, what I've been reporting, you know, since over the summer. Like the kid was a heavy Notre Dame lean. He was waiting for the offer. If he had gotten the offer, he probably had a chance of committing just like Cam Williams did. Yeah, because they both were waiting for the Notre Dame offer. They both were saying that. His comes later. All of a sudden, he goes from just being a quiet five star to now everybody knows about him. And here comes Alabama. And here comes Georgia. It comes Ohio State. And, you know, it was always at that point in time, I told you, Brian, at that time I said it's going to be Michigan, Notre Dame, and Wisconsin. I said, that's it. Michigan, Notre Dame, Wisconsin. And the fact that was, in my opinion, the fact that Wisconsin was in it at that point in time shows you how important culture, coaching, and fit means to him. And it also shows that he really wants to stay close to his family, be in the Midwest so his family can come and see him play. Does that mean that ultimately he might choose to go somewhere else? Well, fine. 
that's possible, but I would I would bet against it. I would definitely bet against it. So, and I don't. This is not doom or gloom. This was really something that, as a staff, we wanted to go get clarity. And I'm just blessed to be 30 minutes away from a young man's high school. That, mm-hmm. and we have the opportunity to go get clarity and say, "Yo, what is going on?" Because everything has been really quiet in terms of you, your recruitment, and Notre Dame. That's why you dropping your top eight was shocking because it was like I didn't know you were this far along and he's ready like he's ready he's ready to drop the top eight he's ready to go through the spring get his business over get to the top four Notre Dame will be in the top four look you can book it you save receipts you can book it Notre Dame will be in his top four or his cut down list if he cuts it down to three four five Notre Dame's going to be in the top what happens from there We'll have to wait and see. That's right. But based upon him, like, being ready to kind of, like, get things over with, he wants to have a decision before he goes into his senior season. And I I would fully expect early summer, early summer, we will have a decision. 